Hello everybody and welcome to the SI Digest. My name is Tom Daniels, the sub-editor of Esports Insider, and we're going to run through the biggest esports business-related news stories of the week. This episode of the SI Digest is in partnership with payment solutions firm AstroPay, so we're really glad to have them on board, and we have got five huge stories. Again, I say this every week, but five big stories which we've got in this digest. We're going to be starting talking about Envy Gaming and the $40 million investment and who also has invested in that is quite interesting as well. Team Vitality appointing Guillaume de Montplan as they as their new co-CEO. Uh, Washington Justice announcing a new training facility and kind of the activations which they're going to be doing around that as well. We've also got another investment story as Nodwin Gaming has announced a $16 million pound investment from Crafton and then finally we're going to be talking about Nerd Street Gamers and Riot Games expanding and extending on their partnership to do with Valorant. So let's start off with that Envy Gaming news and 40 million dollars which is roughly about 29 million pounds has been invested into the organization through its Series C round. American media company Grey Television has led the funding and we found out as a result of that that they alone will invest $28.5 million. They were also named two directors on Envy's uh, board of directors as well. Envy Gaming's ownership group already consists of Chief Gaming Officer Mike Ruffall, uh, Post Malone, Ken Hirsch, uh, a minority owner of the Texas Rangers Baseball Club, and other investors in there as well. So it's joining quite a, a tight-knit but a very strong ownership group now with Envy Gaming. And I think this is kind of interesting because what are we going to then see from Envy Gaming? This is a significant amount of money which is invested. So we're going to try and see kind of are they going to develop the other titles, uh, you know, the titles which they're competing. As we already know that they have the Overwatch League franchise, Dallas Fuel, the Call of Duty League uh, side, Dallas Empire. But then they also have teams competing in Rocket League, Valorant, Smash Bros, Halo, so on, so on. Are we going to see new additions to that in the future? Or are we going to see them continue building up kind of either the franchise leagues, which they've got now, or the titles which they are currently in? It's also interesting to see what Grey Television does themselves. Are they going to integrate Envy Gaming into their business as well. According to the release, uh, this is obviously in America, so I'm not too familiar with this, but according to the release that they own uh, stations and dig digital properties in 94 TV markets, and that includes over 150 affiliates of NBC Network, ABC Network, and Fox Network. So this is a significant kind of media broadcast company. So I wonder if we're going to kind of see more traditional media coverage of Envy Gaming as a result of this as well. Next Next up, let's talk about Team Vitality, and they have got a significant appointment in Guillaume de Montplan. I apologize if I'm very, very wrong with that name, but he has been announced as the new co-CEO and managing director of the French esports organization. Now, Montplan has had kind of roles with Reebok and most recently Adidas, so it's another kind of major sportswear figure going into esports, which is really interesting to see, and it's interesting to see kind of how you know sports and you know kind of sports entities whether that be through sports where or like traditional sports are going into esports and integrating themselves into the esports industry now Monplan's role will be mainly to assist in team vitality's international expansion and also their brand awareness plans which you know probably does suit Monplan's kind of you know mo with the fact that he has this experience with adidas and reebok in kind of building brands especially in france he will also be responsible for refining the 
esports organization structure so it makes it more efficient and then also bolster its position outside of esports. And this is kind of like another kind of sports influenced uh appointment which we have seen from team vitality because obviously they actually did hire like an ex-professional olympic handball player i believe he was i think he i believe he was psg's uh, handball teams like general manager as the new esports general manager obviously having someone who's got the experience of Montplan, like i said especially with branding with adidas and reebok is obviously a plus but then to see kind of another sports you know influenced uh, appointment occur it mustn't be by coincidence by having kind of these partnerships together whether that be through like i said the sponsorship partnerships which they've had with loads of health and fitness organizations and also like audi france which kind of promotes nutrition all these appointments as well it'll be very interesting to see kind of how you know vitality changes now that you know Montplan has got like such a significant role for the organization will there be a branding kind of shift as well considering that that's like one of the ideas that we're talking about and also with the international expansion how is it going to be with the likes of India and other regions which team vitality is, is trying to tap into right now Moving on now to Overwatch news, and Overwatch League franchise Washington Justice has announced a new 4,200 square foot training facility. Now, the training facility will not only be used to do, you know, typical things such as, you know, training its players and, you know, kind of having a coach's corner and kind of, you know, creating more of an environment for practice and also for official competitions as well throughout the Overwatch League campaign, but they will also be used to kind of host uh, fan engagement activities as well, such as watch parties, such as kind of having exclusive giveaways in their own shop as well in my opinion i think if you're definitely going to do this regionalized model which overwatch league has done and same with call of duty i think it's very very important to kind of create a sense of community you know the fact that you know washington justice is is situated in washington you need to get that washington community and kind of having this training facility but then also on the other side having it as like a fan engagement you know kind of arena essentially with these uh watch parties with kind of having a, a store for exclusive merch and, and other kind of activities helps build that sense of community and creates that regionalized kind of you know uh, content and so overall, I do think that this is actually a really, really smart business decision by Justice. And also it'll be good for the fans of the Overwatch League franchise as well. Like I said, I feel like if you do need to do this regionalized model, going straight into the community, creating a training facility, but then also a fan engagement opportunity through that is always going to be a win-win. And I can kind of see a lot more, and you are seeing a lot more organizations doing that. A penultimate story for the Digest is that Indian esports company Nodwin Gaming has announced that it has been invested by South Korean video game holding company Crafton, and the figure is around £16 million, you know, when you equate it from Indian currency to, to UK. Now, according to the release, this is a minority investment by Craftons, which means that they will gain one member in their board of directors and also all of Nodwin's existing investors will remain in the organization. So it's them, Crafton basically kind of bringing this money in, but not kind of taking over. According to the announcement, the funding is expected to be used to accelerate Nodwin's development in South Asia, the Middle East, and Africa. In particular, kind of focusing around, you know, community engagement and also local broadcasts for tournaments. Now, for those who don't know about Nodwin Gaming, they're very much established themselves in India, particularly in the mobile esports sector, which we've talked about 
a lot already on the ASI Digest in previous editions, but the mobile esports sector continually is booming. And it kind of makes sense for Crafton, who obviously own PUBG, that is one of their uh, companies which they own, to kind of invest in Nodwin, this kind of th this kind of entity which is you know building mobile gaming and building ecosystem. Overall, it's really good to see this amount of investment go into kind of developing esports ecosystems. Nodwin has done this with India, and it seems that they've established like a strong foothold for themselves in that region. However, now that they're expanding into other regions, this investment will certainly help. And having Crafton as a name in your board of directors will also be positive. You know, when it comes to kind of, you know, building tournaments, building ecosystems, getting more partners, I think it's a crucial deal and it's a great deal for both involved because like I said, while indirectly, obviously PUBG and Norwin will not be like collaborate together, it is like an investment with Crafton, not with PUBG Corporation, that's still going to help. PUBG's ecosystem as well because that is one of the titles which Nordwin will probably push in the sense of developing because of its heavy mobile esports influence so it's a great deal for everybody involved. A final story the ASI Digest sees esports infrastructure company Nerd Street Gamers expand and extend its partnership with publisher Riot Games in particular its deal with the Valorant Champions Tour and the Valorant competitive scene. Now what occurred in January was that Nerd Street Gamers would operate and produce stage one of the NA VCT Challengers and Masters stage. Now, probably due to the success and of how it's been run and how it's been operated, what has actually happened now is Riot Games have announced that they will be do that Nerd Street Gamers, sorry, will be doing all three stages of the VCT in NA. Now, while this is really, really good for Nerd Street Gamers and congratulations to them to kind of having this extension, it's really interesting because in January 2021, Riot Games specifically kind of mentioned in the press release that after Nerd Street Gamers was done with their stage, that they would move. On to another operator to kind of give more third-party tournament operators and infrastructure companies uh, a chance to kind of host, produce, uh, you know, the Valorant Champions Tour NA. It seems that they've kind of come gone back on that a little bit. I wonder if that's just because of the success of the Valorant Champions Tour NA or the fact that they just found, you know, no other suitable partner for them in their opinion than what Nerd Street Gamers has been doing right now. It is kind of a little bit rewarding to kind of see this infrastructure company continue with kind of Riot Games' Valorant broadcasts. And, you know, I, I was really enjoying kind of at least the way that it's, it's run and it's produced as well. So there's no kind of like negatives really with this partnership. It's just really interesting to see why Riot Games kind of took this you know, shift from when they were actually going to say that they wanted to change it up each time. And that is it for the SI Digest. I'd like to thank again AstroPay for being in partnership with this episode. If you want to read more of the stories which I've talked about, or even more stories in general, then you can visit Esports Insider's website. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter as well, Instagram, LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter as well, at the Tom Daniels. And this has been the SI Digest, and we'll see you next week.